if you're having bullpen problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got nine on problems, and a bullpen is all of them. You are Locked On Guardians, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Guardians, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, everyone, we have a bullpen patrol and on a cat patrol right now all around this this place. Uh, the foes were the Yankees. Uh, this was an annoying one. Everything we said yesterday, flip it. And uh, we're done. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember to rate and totally download daily. It helps. Um, yeah. Uh, no, this was an annoying one. Over there is Justin. I am Jeff. Uh, you can, you know, we, we don't reset this often, but if you do listen to the show and don't watch, you can follow, you find me on Twitter at Jeff MLB draft and find Justin at jail underscore baseball. And let's do the thing that people hated. We haven't done it in forever. Uh, we were both writers before this and, uh, you can go find a lot of, uh, Justin's work, give him the exact location to go find your writing. So I don't mess that up. Oh, you can find me right now at, at next year in CLE.substack.com, even though, Twitter hates Substack right now, or Prospects Live, or the News Herald. Um, and listen, I, I don't know when this is going to go official, but I'm just going to pop it on here. Uh, you'll find me on Prospects Live soon. Like that's that's, yeah. that's 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 where you will find my writing. Um, I enjoy the guys over there. I can't go back to the full time writing like I did um, when I didn't have this gig and I didn't have kids. But I that's where we're going to be able to get more draft content out of me. Um, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, controversial take tonight. 99 is not a major league pitcher right now. We're going to get into maybe some of that more in the show. Uh, next controversial take Tanner Bybee showed uh, and probably not controversial. Why he was on a board prospect. Uh, I feel like again, in this game, I know this Yankees team is beat up, but there, there's still talent and uh, take three it's Yankee uh, stadium too. Yeah. And, and, stadium. and take three for me is I really thought that this was not um I thought this was maybe Tito's worst game of the year. He's a great manager. It's all the stuff under the hood that he does well that we'll never know about. Um, you know, there's been a few things here and there that I, I grumble about, but I thought this was this was definitely a game that made me just like want to go kick rocks um, on multiple levels. Do you want to start with the good? Do we want to talk about just like you and I sitting there texting and being like, it's over the minute <laughs> 99 came in? You know, we were both like, well expletive 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 oh and uh, i want to thank you for making lockdown gardens your first listen to neighbor today and every day wherever you get podcasts and uh i think there's another thing i'm supposed to say but i'm totally blanking right now because i'm just too I'm, I'm mad i am so flipping mad they should be up two games and yeah Bybee started to come after you know he got hit and the scariness and i texted justin immediately like oh, of course it's broken like uh that's how i held my arm arm after i broke my wrist and i'm like it's broken it's like i was just so ready to go super negative it didn't look but good. uh but he's fine we can confirm that um but yeah do you want to do you want to start with the good do you want to start with the infuriating where do you want to go with this one oh let's start with the good because you want to know what everyone's gonna be mad until that's the thing about baseball and at least, you know, it's not like football where you got to be mad from Monday to Saturday and do it all over again next Sunday. Um, at least there's only 24 hours to be mad about this. So let's start with the good because people are going to be stewing a little bit about the loss anyway. Uh, it feels less bad, I will say, after winning on Monday night. If they had lost Monday night, Monday to me was a more frustrating game, to be honest with you. Like, 
Monday felt like a game they should have lost. And we, we even said it. And I said it on my, on my, on my record that locked on now. Um, they pulled victory from the jaws of defeat that game. Tonight, it was definitely frustrating because of how the things pl- played out. But it, I guess, I don't know. If they would have lost last night, I'd, I'd be more frustrated. But because they won last night, because they pulled off an improbable comeback the way it unfolded, I'm a little less frustrated. It would have been great to go out and get a win against Garrett Cole. I mean, they got th- two runs off him, which is better than they've done. They made him work, too. Like, I mean, yeah. They, they, they had, you know, just to go back, I used to do this box score bingo, where it's like yeah. when you get about three base runners, you average four runs. They had 12 base runners in this game and had two runs. I mean, they made Cole work, but they just get, can't string things together, and that's kind of the, the problem with the single, which is, you know, unless you're going first to third, and they didn't steal the no, uh, one well, it's hard to go. It is hard to go first third in that ballpark because yeah, but it's, it's short and right. You got to hit a ball in left field gap. No, or, or the that's right why you got to you got to run the bases more. I mean, yeah, they threw out yeah. Rizzo, which was kind of amazing to see with, with the issues with Zanino back there. But it's like, I mean, Volpe Volpe created that run in the the eighth, like stole base, stole a base. It's like that's mm-hmm. what Cleveland needs to get back to doing. I don't know if they're still leading the league in stolen bases. Well, they but did that like, last night. They did it Monday. Yeah, but it's like it's not as consistent. Consistent, at least in my mind, but yeah, the second inning when they scored the two runs, I mean, that was Cleveland Guardians baseball. They got yeah. a couple of singles and they, they just did what they were supposed to do. They walked and you know, the approach versus Cole was fine for some guys like bell was good. He was very patient. That was good. Um, Jose did what he was supposed to do against Garrett Cole, Josh Naylor, to be honest with you, he looked all kinds of lost against Garrett Cole. He, I know he had that single yeah. later and another at bat, but he looked all kinds of lost. Um, Jimenez, Garrett Cole continues to own Andres Jimenez. He's lucky he got hit by a pitch to get on, even though, um, you know, that's always scary when he does. Uh, Mike Zanino was lost against everybody tonight. A couple of guys to bottom that order. I would say the bottom of the order is Zanino, Brennan, and Straw had the worst approaches of him in the lineup. They were taking fastballs for strikes, like – they would, they would, they weren't offering out of, pitches out of the zone, but they were taking called strike three fastballs and give credit to, to Cole for probably realizing that they were all looking for the breaking ball. And, you know, Cole owns Will Brennan. We know that. Uh, and everyone owns him. I mean, so did, who, I'm trying to remember who was in the well, eighth where he just sat there and wa- watched. I, we'll talk about yeah. the eighth more later, but that was just, that was a frustrating they, inning as well. They were still able to work Garrett Cole's pitch count. They had two on. They had the, the walk and the hit by pitch. Couldn't get a run across. So they didn't take advantage of enough opportunities of a guy who normally kills them who had some issues tonight. So that's that's the frustrating thing. Um, I thought they, they definitely sh- had more chances to score runs, which is frustrating, but not the most frustrating thing. But we said we're going to talk about the positives. And Tanner Bybee is here to stay. Thank goodness he is okay because I'm telling you, if you could have heard all the collective sighs or exhales after – he stayed in the game, it would have created a tornado. Like it was, I got like 10 texts immediately as soon as he got hit in the, on that glove. And if you're watching, you know, you couldn't tell where that ball hit from, from the live angle. You couldn't tell if it was the, the glove hand or the, the pitching hand, but, you know, thank goodness it was the glove hand. And um, Tito said it was kind of the meat of the thumb. So it'll be sore tomorrow, but he's going to be fine. He stayed in and, you know, I know he, Gave up the home run to Volpe, which was kind of a Yankee Stadium home run, only out in six ballparks. Uh, although Cleveland's one of them, so that is what it is. But he pitched great. He looked he looked good again. He didn't look intimidated by Yankee Stadium. Um, 
I know, like you said, the lineup for the Yankees is pretty ugly. Like five through nine is is pretty disgustingly bad for a Yankees team, especially. Um, but you know, you still got to go out there and do the job. You still got to pitch in Yankee Stadium. It's still your second start. And Bybee looked good. And you know, what do you give me? What your thoughts on Bybee start? And then I want to get into um, the rotation going forward. Yeah, I mean, four hits, two walks, and he was really cruising. And that's the thing. Um, having, I'm not saying it's he didn't broken. walk anybody. Oh, by, uh, by, by, didn't by, walk you're right. He didn't walk anyone. It's just the four. Um, I'm not saying his, his, um, his thumb is broken, but having broken a thumb playing baseball, I can tell you like a thumb injury hurts as we learned with Tito, a thumb injury. Ca- so I kind of too wonder like if, how much after he took that line drive, he wasn't quite the same. You know, he wasn't quite as sharp. He gave up the some of those i mean he already had given up the home run but what two of his four hits came after that That was it was the third time through so, the order anyway yeah and it was the third time through but i, I do think like i it i don't want to say it knocked him off his game a little but i do think it, it probably had some effect on on him it just it's it's unfortunate and what what kind of ticks me off is like one uh i have to go to espn for box scores because mlb screwed up their game day app and like have it's made so their site bad. unusable like i hate that rant time here i have to close the video then open the game day app if i want to see pitch by pitch now like how dumb is that i used to be able to have it all in one spot it's like okay so i'm going to stop watching to go look at where these pitches were mlb get your stuff together my goodness how can you ruin something that was already working so i'm over on espn all the videos are about the yankees and the home runs coming back this is a day that tan the story should have been tanner bybee because uh, he was great. He was unhittable for large chunks of this game. He was a machine. He looked like a future ace. He looked like, you know, the future of this franchise. And unfortunately, he's going to get forgotten because to a degree, he'll be forgotten because 99 was terrible and the Yankees came back to yeah, win. That's... And that's, I mean, if I'm doing my three stars, it, it's it's Bybee, Bell, and, and Ramirez. And it's, it's Bybee, it's Bybee, and it's Bybee. No, it's Bybee, I mean, Bybee, and it's Bybee again. I, I mean, I got to give some kudos to Bell for reaching base three times. I mean, that's no matter what okay. you want to say. Like, Bell is playing well of late. Like, that's that's yeah. the agent's hit the ball hard in the ninth or the eighth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's my annoyance. He was great. He was great again. And yes, this Yankees team is not uh, at peak. And we'll see what happens. There'll be more opportunities. Um, should we take our first break here and then come back and talk rotation? Yeah, we can do that. I got one more Tanner Bybee take when we come back. So we'll talk one more take about Tanner Bybee's start. <clears throat> we'll talk about uh, the rest of the rotation. And then we will talk about 99 problems and the bullpen being, unfortunately, one big one. It's uh, rocket money. Uh, oh, I know somebody. <laughs> I know somebody who wishes they weren't paying for something that they forgot about was on their team or on their phone or on their, on their uh, Roku device. Um, Rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills in all one place. It reminds me of that friends episode. Uh, If you have ever seen friends, it's the uh, gym episode. Yes. Where Chandler (laughs) wants to quit the gym and Ross goes to the, the gym with him to quit and they both walk away with subscri- with uh, memberships to the gym, despite Chandler wanting to quit. And they had to go to the bank to cancel, and they said they wanted to quit the bank. Well, if they would have had rocket money, they could have quit the gym without even going to the gym. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions. 
Manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That is rocketmoney.com slash MLB. rocketmoney.com slash MLB. And I'm going to take a second and remind you to check out tomorrow's game on Sirius XM Radio. Uh, Clark Schmidt versus um, man, Shane, Bieber. A, Shane Bieber. I just had a complete brain collapse. Uh, but yeah, check that the out. Guardian's ace. But is he still the Guardian's ace? Um, this quick take on Tanner Bybee. I, I said this before the Colorado. I, I didn't want to tweet it before the Colorado game, uh, but I tweeted it after. And I said, Tanner Bybee has all of the things you would want from a future leader of your rotation. I think I, I, I don't think it's unfair to say, I mean, maybe it's unfair for him given it's two big league starts, but I still feel pretty good about saying Tanner Bybee is the future ace of this pitching staff. And this yeah. franchise. you know, you know me, I'm a slow player. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to put him there yet. But when I said he was the number one prospect on this team, there was a reason it's because I thought he'd get there. Yeah. Um, so let's so talk Tanner about here to stay and Logan, and Logan yeah. Allen's here to stay. Um, you can you can go ahead. You were going to, but, but no, I was just gonna Jack say Meisel let's talk. had a good tweet on this today. Yeah, you go ahead. All right. Well, Zach tweeted uh, from Yankee Stadium today that uh, Bobby and Allen are in the rotation going forward, and then you have obviously Beaver and Quantrill, and that's a good thing. Uh, these two guys are going to be in the rotation for the foreseeable future. That's how it should be. Uh, I don't think it's really a shock. The next thing on the list is to. Uh, to put contract extensions on the, the two, two lists this offseason for both of them because they are going to reach super, super two status because of when they came up. Um, but who is the I, fifth star? I don't think they will. I'm just going to state that now. Probably not, but it should be on their priority list. No, I don't think they're going to both hit super two. If, are there enough rookie? Oh, you think they're going to send them back down? Well, here, I mean, as we saw tonight, like the one thing you can say about Tito, um, maybe to too much of a degree is he's loyal to his dudes. When, yes, Plesak is, is his his days are, are numbered. We, we can see that. Um, but when McKenzie and Savale are healthy, they're, they're not going to bump Quantrell. So I think there's a chance one of them likely ends up, like they're here to stay until both arms get healthy. I still think someone I, ends up getting shipped down because Tito's not going to let an injury make a guy lose a place. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but. We don't even know when Savali is coming back. McKenzie, at best, they're hoping Memorial Day. It may not be yeah. Memorial Day, but it's going to be around there. Um, no. And as I said, I've said before, these things work themselves out when this happens. Like tonight, where we were a few inches away from it working itself out with, you know, maybe Bidey getting hit with a line drive, and it wouldn't have mattered. You know, he could have been out yeah. for no So thank goodness that didn't happen. But you know, these things tend to work themselves out. Long -term, and they could, so. but I just, I think I just want to state that like my general view is, and again, you know, Savale is, I believe made of tissue paper and toothpicks. So he'll probably just get so hurt again. So he'll come back and get hurt again. Yeah. But um, these things will work themselves out. Yeah. It's, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I do think there is that degree of, I wouldn't, and it, yeah. If, and the other thing that will be interesting to see is if they're scuffling in July and not really competitive, is there an incentive to not, you know, to play the guys who could have trade value over the guys who could hit super two status? I don't know. Either way, contract extensions this off season should be a priority for Allen and Bybee, at least from the team side of things. Uh, we'll see. There was no case really for a fifth starter. Uh, Zach said that um, both Battenfield and Plesak through side sessions in Yankee Stadium on Tuesday, and nobody is really sure the fifth starter is going to be. My 
my guess is, and we'll talk about Sam Hentges before we wrap the show up. My guess is that Battenfield goes for Hentges, but maybe yeah. there's else that might get optioned first. I don't know. Uh, certainly seems though. I, 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 I think it's Battenfield because Plesak can refuse. Like, you know, right of refusal. He can, but if he refuses, he becomes a free agent, right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Which would then, um, yeah. Which is maybe better for him anyway. because well, I don't think so. He's, because he's making $3 million. So he'd lose a pro, about $2.4 and he's not getting $2.4 on the open market. So then that's the debate. It's like, you know, if, if he declines, then I believe the contract is not void because he chose to opt out. So he well, might also agree to go to the minors because he's not getting $2.4 on the open market with the way he pitched last year and the way he's pitching this year and with him being just a knucklehead. Okay, so the fifth starter probably is play sack for now. But probably. I agree. Just because it's less hassle. If 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 the if the rotation is Bieber, Bybee, Allen, and Quantrill until Memorial Day and Plesak, I think when McKenzie comes back, Plesak might yes. find himself in a different organization. I think that is logical. I agree with that. All right. I think that's the logical assessment. In Let's have it. Let's have it. 99 it was, problems. It was dumb. Like it was the wrong call on every single level. And you and I were again, texting each other and we both knew it's going to be like, you know, th- well, he's, you know, we got there last year because of him. We got to get him right. Uh, we got to give him opportunities. He leads baseball in appearances. And, and I've had many people ask me, why do you call him 99? Because I have problems with pronunciation. Okay. so And it's quick, but uh, he's not good. And his spin rate is up to 31%. It was in the low twenties. Now it's up to 31. So it's better. Listen, uh, you go back, um, the first time they put in the rules for doctoring baseballs, he fell apart and he had to kind of work his way back. And then he became Mr. Sweat and Rosin. And now there's not as much time to apply the Sweat and Rosin. And last year there was distinct innings where they were checks. Now it's random checks. It all makes it harder to do. When the spin rate, when your velocity is identical, identical, and your spin rate is changed by 60th percentile compared to the league, you were doctoring a baseball. There's no, you know, no way around it. Like that is, that's what that means. Maybe that'll get me in trouble for coming out and saying it, but we know it's happening. Everyone, it was the worst kept secret in baseball. Um, we all knew it was there and it's very clear. And now he's not a major league pitcher because his, his curve, which was the home run tonight, unlike the fastball is an average pitch. And if the fastball isn't plus, isn't that crazy spin rate, he's got nothing to set it up with. And, I don't understand going to him in that situation a year ago made perfect sense because he misses bats and you want to get the outs with that runner in scoring position this year. He's just, he's, he's cooked. And then leaving him in is even more mind boggling because he's terrible. And I, you go, yes, Morgan gave up a run. I would have gone to Morgan. I'd have gone to any I would have gone to anyone in that situation. 99 on I go to Curry 99 needs to go to triple a, um, he does not have it right now. He has two below average pitches. And if you're putting him in there in a high leverage situation with his already control problems to begin with, if he doesn't have that elite spin, he's not a major league pitcher. And right now he is not a major league pitcher. And you have a guy who is not a major league pitcher, which I'll say for the 10th time who leads baseball in appearances. And that's part of the reason why you're below 500. Yeah. He has, he had, he's been in 16 games so far this year, <clears throat> seven of them. He has given up a run in. So, it's not as if his ERA is inflated by like an outing where he gave up four runs. He's given up three runs, one run. Okay. He gave three runs twice and then one run once uh, all those being on a three run Homer because he's had issues with walks too, which is not a surprise yeah. for him. He's given up home runs in five different outings. Cause he has five home runs allowed now. 
out of 16 appearances, that is a problem. Actually, his walk rate isn't as bad as it has been in the past. It's 10%, which is down 3% from the last two years. So because it really doesn't have as much crazy spin. You know, well, yeah, not- there's there's and there's no reason for everybody to take pitches with it against yeah. him because the fastball is hittable. And then when you can pick up the fastball a lot easier, it makes it easier to, you know, spit on the curve. Or if he hangs on like he did against the Yankees tonight, you crush that. Um, everything's getting hit though. I mean, uh, the fastball slugging percentage against 576. This is the second home run he's given up against the curveball, I think. Yeah, second home run against yeah. the curveball tonight. The curveball has gotten out this year, I will say. It's it's been fine, but you know, it doesn't have like you said, it doesn't have to be respected if you can recognize the fastball easier because it lacks spin. The curveball never had spin, and we've all we've said multiple times that curveball spin doesn't really um affect doesn't the matter. quality of the curveball. Yeah, it's it's not a full enough context, but yeah, I, I wonder if uh, – I texted that quote. I said – he didn't say after the game. I haven't seen the quote. I haven't seen anything about Karen Check after the game. But, you know, the quote he has always had in the past was, to get where we want to go, we have to get him right. And it doesn't make sense for us to run away from him. He said about Brian Shaw for I don't know how long. Yeah. Uh, all the way back when I was in college 10 years ago, he was saying that about Brian Shaw. Well, Shaw was at least uh, good then. Yeah, he was at least good. But I mean, I guarantee I didn't hear any quotes on, on Karen Check tonight, but I guarantee you he's thinking the same thing. But the way things are going, I don't know if you can trust him. Now I don't know if you can trust Peyton Battenfield or whoever in the bullpen either in, in situations, but I'm with you. I think I would have gone to anybody. Now you like worry. You can't fix yeah, it's, the spin it's, rate. Yeah. And, and to be clear, I think I Maybe I need to take a better look at the rules. I know Max Scherzer got suspended over this, but sweat and rosin isn't necessarily banned by the game. It's not no. a foreign substance, but it is. It does have an effect. And like you said, he can't. Yes. He, he cut the he cut the long hair, yeah. which you know, and he I doesn't have the that. time to quite work it into the baseball, which is what other Correct. people have said. So now the sweat and rosin is not as effective. But again, I read that whole quote from Scherzer where it's like the manager is like, "Those are the stickiest hands I've ever seen." having dealt with spider tech just from sweat and rosin. So it's, it, he can't apply it as well. And he's been, I, yeah, he said he's not, he's bad. Yeah. I'm thinking when, uh, you know, we keep he should go down again. when Henches comes up, we're saying bad and but it should honestly be 99 right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good feeling when you, when Karen check comes into the game and instantly we text each other, well, that's, this is going to go bad. And it did like, it's, there can't be anybody in Cleveland outside of maybe Tito because he has to, or whoever's in this in the dugout or anybody in his team. Cause they have to believe in him that believes that when he comes in, things are going to be okay. Like it just, you have to have a bad feeling when he comes in. And I know the team probably doesn't cause they're, they have to believe in him, but, and I don't even know. Can you call it, I guess it's a leverage spot cause they were tied or they were up by a run. It's With the, the sixth run inning. scoring position, it's leverage. Yeah, I mean, anytime you've got the tying game. run yeah. in scoring position, that is a leverage situation. So, yeah. um, okay, it's I mean, a leverage spot. And yeah. yeah, the fact that he was the first guy in the bullpen, that's a problem. All right, uh, we got to talk about bunting again. And we got to talk about tomorrow's matchup, more about Sam Henches on the other side. Okay, uh, this time I'm going to talk about my so rare team. Next time we'll just flip it so we don't have any awkwardness if I mess that up again. But uh, hey, you know, it was not the worst night for me because uh, I got Garrett Cole on my so rare team. He was in, did I, did I draft him? 
when you start so rare, you get to pick players. You have a set budget. I did not draft him. He was one of my random pools for doing well in my league. As a matter of fact, I have multiple starters. Uh, also have uh, Tupacito Americano, who is a, uh, a, a random pool from doing well in my league. So you can go in and you'll get some stuff. Uh, just got to make sure to go in. And uh, yeah, Mike Brosey was my reward for last week. So they're not all winners, but hey, you know, uh, I'm having fun with it. I make sure to go in. It's an action-based scoring system. And, you know, you can check so many different things out with So Rare. You know, you can, you can make it work for you, no matter your level of interest, no matter, you know, your level of knowledge. I knew nothing going in. Uh, so head to so rare.com slash locked on today. That's about S O S O R A R E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, start competing to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Again, I had no knowledge when I started. I'm having fun with it. I am definitely checking every week, setting my lineup. So go check out so rare today. Getting that good advice from our buddy at Lex Super on Twitter. And don't forget to check out Thursday's game, uh, Wednesday's game, not Thursday. The Guardians do not have a game Thursday, but check out Sirius XM, Guardians, and Yankees from Yankee Stadium, Shane Bieber versus Clark Schmidt. Okay. Find, find you somebody that loves you as much as the Guardians do, giving away outs. This is a team that has trouble scoring, and, and at least once a game, they are just giving up a free out, sometimes two. Uh, and Tito said after the game, Andres and Metis bunted on his own. I don't understand how you are a team. And this is a, this is a developmental issue. It's a coaching issue. It's not a play. It is a, it's not a player issue because they should be told. And, and I know people are going to get mad about this. They're going to say, Oh, bunting works. Okay. There are situations where bunting can work. Bunting for a hit, yes. We've talked about this. Bunting for a hit, yes. If you're Miles Straw, that's fine. If you're Stephen Kwan, that can even work. Even Andre Semenis can bunt for a hit. Maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe I don't know. Did he bunt for a hit? To, try to bunt for a hit tonight? I don't know. I don't think he did. But he, the it was a bad bunt. bunt. Yeah, it was a <laughs> bad right bunt. The it was on his own. Um, well, it's the same thing with him in diving in first, right? Like this yeah. is just why are they not setting these guys aside and being like, stop? Like why yeah, is there if, not if you're like? In, if you're in extra innings and you're and you're the home team and the runner's on second to start the inning and you don't have Jose Ramirez up or whoever it is, you can butt the guy to third, go for the sack fly to win. That's fine. But those those don't... are spots where it works. This is not a spot where it works. You cannot be a team that is almost last in the league and run scored and give away outs. You just cannot afford to give away outs. I'm sorry. Also not spending time practicing bunting let's be honest so it's like these guys are not good well, at good. it good don't don't do it if you're not practicing so, don't do it so then why do we do it it's like and that's that's the annoyance it's like you're you're lowering i should you know i don't have it open right now for the one nice thing i went to mlb and you know turned off the video so i could then go look at the odds and things like that that they show you could you would see like a massive odds drop there and then like i said for me it's the annoyance like look what the yankees did in their half of the eighth to get that run across steal second steal third um then the single it's like yeah, if you're gonna pinch run, and especially like with the new rules, there's no reason to sack bunt. Run, 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 run. Like catchers, Con uh, you know, Connor Wong is, you know, a god amongst men for throwing out half of base runners right now. Uh, yeah. That's how bad it has gotten. So go run, don't bunt, run. And if you're gonna pinch run, then then 
actually run like and then once after the bunt like Jimenez runs well and through two strikeouts he's just standing there run yeah no bunts I mean run. I'll, I'll even give you this if if that runner who was on first base before he then was, was that bell uh it was arias they pinched arias so okay not a great runner but better than bell if if arias is on second base like you said if he steals that base or whoever it is steals that base and there's nobody out i'm okay with him bunting in that situation because you've got a runner on third you're tied yeah. and there's, and there's only one out because in that, in that stadium, stadium a, yeah single may not score from second right so that's okay but the runner on first base, no. And I, and if it was a good bunt, I know there are people who are saying, oh, if it worked out, you wouldn't be saying that because it, it would be good. No, process is still better than results. Last night, Monday night, was a results over process game. The process was bad. The results were good. Tonight, the process was bad. The results were bad on a lot of things. The bunt, 99, everything. Not pinch hitting Naylor. Like Naylor, who, yes, he had that hit, but he didn't look good today. If you're going to call up Fry, when they bring in the lefty, like that's the whole point of it. Stop, you know. Again, stop trying to make Naylor happen. Naylor hits righties. Naylor can't hit lefties. It's the same thing with Luplo. Like, stop trying to make you can't. Th- this isn't Dungeons and Dragons, and I say that as someone who played it for many years. You can't just gain levels and all of a sudden I'm going to take the feet ambidextrous, and now I can hit lefties and righties. That doesn't work in baseball. You know what? Josh Naylor doesn't hit lefties now. He won't hit lefties tomorrow, and he won't hit lefties forever. Uh, there you go. Nice little political reference, but uh, you know, it, give it up. Stop. You have Fry on this team for a reason. Use him. Yeah. I know they want to get Fry or not Fry. They want to get Naylor going and, and he has been unlucky so far yeah. this season. I think he's hit the ball hard. The, the stat cast data suggests that he should be doing better than he is. And he will. And he had a hit tonight. He had the big hit on Monday night, but yeah, against lefties, it doesn't work. Wandy Peralta, ate him up in the playoffs last year because they didn't have another option. I mean, Gabriel Arias, I think had some good at bats against him last year. And I realized, okay, maybe, maybe a three to two game in the ninth inning or the eighth inning, whatever inning it was, Naylor had his last at bat is probably in Yankee stadium. Maybe that isn't the best time to get David Fry's debut, but you want to know what The, the jitters of David Fry's debut might still be better than Josh Naylor versus a lefty because you want to know what, the minor league data and, and minor league pitching is not the same as Wandy Peralta. Let's be fair here. Okay. Whoever David Fry was facing in the minors, Wandy Peralta, whoever, you know, all these guys in the Yankee bullpen, they are better than what he was facing in triple A. Cause that's why they're here, but you got to figure out if he's going to be here. You've got to figure out if he can actually hit these guys in the majors or he can't. And we know enough now about Josh Naylor that he can't hit Wandy Peralta with guys like that. So if you don't, maybe at least Fry, has a, a fighting chance. You don't know. And and who knows? Wani Peralta might not even know how to pitch David Fry. Comes out, throws a fastball, David Fry, boom, base hit. I don't know. I, I mean, I know some people say the devil you, devil you know is the better than the devil you, you don't. But we know Josh Taylor can't hit lefties. We know Wani Peralta ate him for breakfast in the playoffs last year. David Fry is an unknown. And, and I know unknowns can be scary for some people, but, you know, I, I will take the guy – what is it? The definition of insanity is is uh, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You're That's expecting that with Naylor. It's not going to happen. Try something new. Maybe it works. Maybe you found something in David Fry. Like you said, if he's here, use him. Yeah. Or, I mean, and listen, he's, he's not been great, but 
I mean, he's been awful, but it's like Oscar Gonzalez. Go get him. Do something. Yeah, I, didn't Oscar have one of the, the go-ahead hits off Wani Peralta? Was that yeah. game two? Yeah. I believe so. so. All right. Wednesday, though, you got Shane Bieber and Clark Schmidt. Check it out on CRSX on radio. Um, this should be a good matchup. Bieber has been good. The Yankees lineup is not great. Yeah, he pitched well against them last postseason. And you got a chance to win a series. Clark Schmidt has – has Clark Schmidt been any better since no. the last time the Guardians faced him? No. So inevitably they're saying they're going to lose three to two. Yeah. No, uh, you know, I think I mentioned it before. It's like the Yankees have the second worst uh, starting pitching staff in baseball. If you remove Garrett Clark, Garrett Cole, I'm combining, I'm I'm turning Garrett Cole and Clark Schmidt into one player, but yeah, no, they've been really, really bad. And uh, you know, they should, they should bash him, but we'll see. We will see. Yeah. You got a chance to win a series. I'm actually kind of glad this is not a day game. Usually Wednesday day games are getaway days, but I don't think they do a whole lot of getaway days in Yankee Stadium. So I'm happy for that. They're playing at night because then you got to go like 36 hours without a game if you um, play Wednesday afternoon and then don't play Thursday. So, yeah, but you got a chance to win a series, and I think you really, really want to win a series because you haven't done that uh, in about three weeks. So it'd be good to do that. What's a series, series win like? I don't recall. I don't know. They did. I, I mean, know. they won two in a row. They won – they won two in a row. They won Thursday, Friday, and then they they lost uh, two straight, and then they lost. It's it's a weird team streak right now. If you want any silver lining, the White Sox made like a ton of moves before their game today because they realized that what they were doing wasn't working because they know the definition of insanity is repeating the same things and expecting the same results. Um, they beat the Twins. The Twins didn't gain, didn't win. The White Sox aren't coming back anytime soon, so that's fine. Um, Sam Hatches didn't pitch on Tuesday in Columbus because there was no game because it rained because the weather in Ohio continues to be Ohio absurd. Uh, it, it snowed in Chardon, Ohio on Tuesday, Jeff, just, I don't live in Chardon, but we, we had a, we had a wintry mix up here in Milwaukee. Um, unacceptable yesterday. Get it together. I'm done. I'm so done with the weather. I just wanted oh, to sp- just pick one darn thing and stay there. My sinus begs you. Just pick <laughs> yeah. one instead. I had a headache. I had a headache all day today. <sighs> too. It was the same thing. Uh, so it's he didn't pitch. He didn't pitch Tuesday. Uh, I have I, I have severe doubts on Wednesday that the, anybody in Ohio is playing baseball because the weather looks more crap on Wednesday. So that's why Akron, Columbus, and Lake County all had their games rained out, and they all scheduled doubleheaders for Thursday and not Wednesday because they all know there's a good chance they may not play Wednesday either. So. Um, the Guardian said that if he if he does not pitch on Wednesday in the minors, that he will probably throw a sim game somewhere back in Cleveland on Thursday, and they will hope to have him activated uh, for the weekend against Minnesota. So either Sam pitches Wednesday against an actual team, or he pitches a sim game on Thursday, and he is. So either way, uh, Friday or Saturday, Sam Hentges is back, and someone is going back to AAA. Is it Peyton Battenfield? Is it 99? Is it Zach? Listen, I I got myself in trouble today online where I was like trying to explain to people and I hope no one thought I was talking down again. Tito is so loyal to his guys and they'll run through a wall for him. But part of that loyalty is like why 99 is going to be here. It's why I think that, you know, if everyone gets healthy, unfortunately, either Allen or, uh, you know, maybe that doesn't happen, but it's that that loyalty is it's a double edged sword. And I think. Uh, I think it'll be in the bat and field, even though 99 just maybe needs reps and, you know, in that. But uh, should we, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll 
I got to do the review on iTunes for tomorrow because I forgot to pull that up because, again, my blood was boiling. I do want to take a moment and thank Caleb, not the Caleb who used to host the show with me for a bit. Uh, one of our everydayers, as well as Jagga Diesel and Nathan Sexton. Um, I still have three more guys on here uh, that I don't believe I've called out. If I have not called you out and said thank you for being an everydayer. Uh, you know, I might as well just finish off the R2. Mr. Brandon 3000 and Mike Fingerbottom, which I tell me, Mike, is that really your last name? That feels like a YouTube made up. But uh, if I've not mentioned you, then uh, call me out on that. Uh, DB Collins, I don't think I've mentioned, but uh, I do see you popping up in there. So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you all for listening, rating, interviewing, downloading. It helps. Uh, make sure that you are checking out daily, checking out the nows. I'll be better. I will finish my locked on prospect series um, for the shorts. We're, we're going to keep having fun with this, even when it is a day that makes me just want to sit here and be like all the swear words. <laughs> um, Friday's episode. Don't forget. We'll have around the farm Friday. Cause the guardians are not playing Thursday again. So we'll talk about guardians farm system on Friday. Jeff will have his college baseball segment of the week. And maybe talk some, some Mac and Max Anderson, maybe talk some Nebraska baseball. All right, and then we'll do that, and we'll let's take some questions. Let's do a little fan mail on Friday. Uh, so hit us with your questions on Twitter at you know our Twitter handles, JL underscore baseball, Jeff MLB draft, locked guardians, or on the YouTube channel. Uh, hit us with some questions. We'll answer them on Friday. Yeah, thank you all for listening, and go go guardians go.